All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Burgess Power Hour. And today, tonight, all around the world, whoever, wherever you're joining us and all of you who have registered will get this recording, uh, even if you're not live with us right now. Uh, but we're going to be uh, really sharing tonight with about self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness and being innocent again. Are you ready to be innocent again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, well, me too. Yeah, and like I said, I just got back from teaching our spiritual retreat in Italy. Uh, we were there for 11 days, and the retreat was, I forgot, Michael, eight or nine days. I can't remember, eight, nine, eight days. Yeah, around there, yeah. Around there. So uh, we're a little jet lagged here, but... Uh, Glad I could make it with you and wherever you are in the world, uh, welcome. So tonight's going to be a little different than uh, some of the times when I do my power hour. Uh, sometimes it's esoteric. Sometimes it's basically me sharing some stuff. And it's always uh, going to be experiential because those of you who are essence of being graduates, you know me, I like to have things experiential so you can experience things. So I want you to make sure you get a pen and the paper because I do have some, uh, some uh, it'll be almost like a, a little mini play shop tonight. Yeah, so we're gonna do a little bit of inner work today and uh, hopefully, hi Kate calling in from Canada and we've got the Dominican Republican, Republican, Dominican Republic <laughs> calling in here. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, Patrice. So uh, it was good to see in Johnny Johnny. I see you. Good to see your face. Um, so uh, we're going to do a little bit of a mini kind of a play shop, with um, perhaps finding out maybe what is self forgiveness and about the guilt and shame that maybe some of us have held on to and how it's affecting our lives. And so uh, I'm going to go a little bit. Um, you can go as deep as you like uh, with what we're going to do tonight, but uh, just hold your intention high and we'll play together. And of course, uh, you can mute yourself. And uh, when we ask for anybody that wants to share anything, uh, if there's any questions you want to say, I encourage that as well. All right. So here we got your pen and we got Brigetta on the call and she's our essence of being coach that's going to be uh, highlighted tonight. So I'm glad here? she's so uh, go ahead and mute yourself while I'm talking now, if you don't mind, because uh, I've got some background noise going on there. And then you will uh, unmute when you want to share something or uh, talk about what we're going to go through tonight. Okay. Any questions before we start? All right. Uh, let's see Michelle there. And uh, okay. All right. Got some uh, awesome newbies coming in. So, like I said, tonight's about self-forgiveness and about feeling innocent again. And my definition of forgiveness, or actually the Webster's definition, is to go as before. And you might say, well, go as before what? Well, that's up to you to decide. To go as before whatever you may feel guilty about or may have felt guilty about or ashamed about in order for us to feel innocent again and accepted to feel that self-acceptance one more time. And maybe things have happened to us in our job or our business or relationships where we have felt perhaps like a failure 
or maybe we've let people down or maybe we've reacted in a way that we just feel bad about. And anytime those things happen, it adds a layer. It adds a layer of shame or guilt that maybe we're thinking something's wrong with us or we did something wrong or we feel bad. It can be pretty de uh, debilitating for some people. And the thing I wanna share is that we learn these things at a very young age, it layers from the from our experience of what we had as a young child. And my belief also is that it can be from uh, other lifetimes, but that's, that's a whole nother story. So um, I wanna show a little PowerPoint to kind of give you an idea. Um, Cause I thought, well, I'm on Zoom these, you know, and I do a lot of Zoom calls and a lot, I know you guys have too, but I've been, I don't normally show PowerPoints on this kind of a, uh, of my, uh, my power hours, but I figured I'd do it this time just for giggles to make it um, yeah, a little different. So what I wanna show you is this, that our, if you can see it, that's great. If not, just listen, that what we want in our life, I look at it as it's our gas, it's our desire, it's something that we really want. So if we're driving a car, and we're going to look at our desires or wanting to do things in our life and be happy. Uh, those are our, our desires. And it's actually putting our foot on the gas. Well, we also at the same time could be putting our foot on the brake. And the brake is represented by resistance. Okay, so we, maybe we have a resistance towards something that has happened to us or a resistance about feeling good about ourselves for some reason. And what ends up happening when you have the brake and the gas on at the same time, when you're driving your car, you spin your wheels, right? And you feel stuck. So sometimes many of us may feel stuck. You may feel stuck with where you're at sometimes, or maybe you just let go of your desire and you just settle. And then you feel guilty about that, or you feel shame about that. I shoulda, woulda, coulda. I should be in a different position than I'm in now. Why did all these things happen to me? Why haven't I excelled at a certain thing? And so this can really be debilitating at times. And so the thing that I'm encouraging all of us to do is to let go of the brake, not the gas. So when you let go of the gas, your desires, you just basically settle and you, you just say, oh, well, it was meant to be, and maybe I'll just do it, you know, another lifetime, or I'm just going to just, it's, it is what it is, okay? And my suggestion is let's let go of the resistance or the break, because if you do that, you don't have to let go of your desire, because we don't know how to do that, right? So Lila or Leela, welcome, welcome, dear. If you could um, mute yourself, I'd appreciate it, okay? All right, so here's the thing. The reason why I think a lot of us have guilt and shame sometimes in our life is because of our bubble talk. And those of you who, uh, let me show you bubble talk right here. Those of you who have done my workshops, that's the being, you know what bubble talk is. And I'm gonna just do this. This is what I want. It's the unconscious thoughts that keep us from getting what we want. It's that little voice in our head or the little bubble above our head of things that we're thinking about. That's our unconscious or our subconscious belief about ourselves. 
even though we do affirmations, maybe we say something that we want to say that, yeah, we're innocent. Yeah, we're happy. Yeah, we've got everything going on. Yeah, we did it right. However, our unconscious or our subconscious might not be aligned with our conscious thought. And therefore, it doesn't really show up in our life like we'd like it to sometimes. So I call that our bubble talk. And we all have bubble talk around money, around health, around love, around relationships, around faith, business, all kinds of thoughts and beliefs around that. And we can have a core belief about ourselves or a core bubble, I call it. And that core bubble could be, let's say that you think you're, I'm not good enough. Maybe that's a core bubble of yours. I'm not good enough. And so your whole life, you try to be good enough. And your whole life, you keep getting all of these, uh, all this evidence and results, maybe in your money or your relationships or somewhere in your life that you're not good enough. And so then you feel ashamed. And then you feel guilty. And then you lost all your innocence at that point because you're beating yourself up. And I know you know what that feels like, probably most of you, about how you beat yourself up. And you do the, I should have, I could have. So we want to let go of those bubbles, let go of the I'm not good enough, if that's your core bubble. And we shift it to, I am good enough. And shift that subconscious belief because that's what's running the bus, okay? The subconscious belief, if it's aligned with our conscious thought, then that's great. That makes our gas go and we can let go of that resistance or the break. So hopefully that explains a little bit about what we're gonna do today and why we go into those subconscious beliefs, okay? So um, I wanna just share with you about forgiveness, one of the things, um, Babaji, this was written by Babaji, and Babaji uh, talks about how we're all actors. And if you don't know what Babaji is, you can look it up. This is just one um, aspect of forgiveness that you might resonate with or you might not. Uh, but he said that we're all actors for each other, and we all have a script, okay? So you are the writer, the producer, the director, the actor of your life. You're the lead character. And so everyone else plays in your creation exactly as you direct. So if you think you're going to be poor and robbed and cheated, an actor will surely come and oblige you. Okay. If you think you're ill and an actor will come to you and transmit a horrible disease. If you think you're downtrodden or beaten up or abused, an actor will come to your service. So when you recognize, and this could be for yourself, okay, too, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to attract other people to make you feel guilty. You don't have to attract other people to beat yourself up, okay? You don't have to attract others because you can actually feel that inside. But if you believe, if you could just take on for a minute that maybe they're, Maybe I am that powerful. Maybe I do have belief systems that can actually manifest in the real world and show up in my life. So when you recognize that those people outside of you hold grudges uh, against the actors, if you hold grudges of, to them, in other words, those actors that come to you to, to oblige all the things that you're co-creating with them, then they're easy to forgive. If you believe that, Okay, then life is forgiving love. And that's a, that's a hard, tough 
pill to swallow for some of us. What do you mean I created that? What do you mean I'm at, at this position in my life and I feel ashamed of it? What do you mean? It's not my fault, right? So again, what we're wanting to do is level up. I'm wanting to level us up to a space of knowing that we are that powerful and masterful and that we do co-create. So if you believe that, if you understand or just want to maybe try it on for a minute, even if you don't believe it, maybe if, if we could recognize that somebody else could hurt us, okay, that can give, um, that gives uh, uh, that thought that recognizes an illusion that somebody can hurt us, meaning that we co-create that. If that's true, if we co-create things in our life with other people, then we can maybe do something about it. Then maybe we can change it and shift it. If we think that we have nothing to do with it and it's not our fault, then we're a victim, right? And there's nothing we can do about it. We can't change a thing. So maybe, just maybe, this self-forgiveness thing and this thing about being innocent and showing up the way that we want, maybe we do have a hand in it. Okay, so I just want to, if you don't understand it or believe it or not sure about this, that's okay too. I just want to give you perhaps a new way of looking at how we co-create things in our life. And it can give power to a mistake that anybody could hurt us without our consent. Subconsciously or unconsciously, I know that most of us don't say, I'm going to you know, go out and get hurt today, or I'm going to go get I'm going to really fail today. That's what I'm going to do. I know we don't consciously say those things, but that's how it could show up. So if we could understand that maybe there's nothing to forgive in the first place because we co-created it. And that's a very high level of forgiveness, a very high level, very high concept to go as before it actually happened and to realize that we can do something about it. Okay. So what I wanted to do is to kind of give you that background and that foundation just to play with. All right. Um, so I want us to identify perhaps some of the blocks to self-love. And that's the way to becoming innocent again and understanding and realizing we are innocent. And we're going to go through and identify some of those blocks now for you. Oh boy, Burge, I can't wait. All right. So uh, one of the things I want us to say, and you can write this down is I am perfect now. I am perfect now and always have been and always will be. I am perfect now and always have been and always will be. So anytime you feel like you've done something wrong or you feel guilty about something or you have self-sabotage, of course, that's what it feels like. So if you don't attract others to uh, hurt you, if you don't attract others to make you feel guilty, okay, you can actually self-sabotage and you feel guilty that way. So anytime you feel like you're beating yourself up for whatever reason, you might want to say this to yourself. And by the way, at the end of this call, I'm going to give you some really cool tools, okay? And Brigitte is going to jump in as well. But we're going to give you some really cool tools uh, at the end on how to shift all of this. So we're going to go down and see what's there. We're going to dig around with a stick. Okay. And then I want to give you some tools on how to shift it. 
But you could say this, or you could say this, write this down too, I suggest. Um, if you ever feel like you're self-sabotaging yourself, say, I send you love. I send you love from my heart, Burge. So you put your name. You would write down or just say it out loud. I send you love from my heart, Burge. Like I would be saying that to myself, okay? And I forgive you. I send you love from my heart and I forgive you. Knowing it is impossible for you to infringe on my perfection. I send you love from my heart and put your name and I forgive you. Knowing it is impossible for you to infringe on my perfection. Knowing it is impossible for you to infringe on my perfection. See, because what happens for many of us, we want to punish, don't we? We have this desire. We've got to punish ourselves for doing something wrong or you know, beat ourselves up because we haven't done what we really want to do or we're in a really funky position right now, right? Or we want to punish other people for putting us there <laughs> or so we think, right? We've allowed that. So the first thing we have to do is give up our desire to punish. Just give up the desire to punish. So what I want to do is I'm going to go through an exercise with you now, okay? So that we can find out maybe what your bubble talk is about yourself, about why you're guilty or why you might feel ashamed about something. And another thing that I just want to share is you can say, I realize that underlying my feeling of shame, there's a belief. So underlying the shame you might feel or the guilt you might feel for something, excuse me, there's a belief. There's a set of beliefs there that I hold about myself that's not true. Okay, these beliefs that we have really may not be true. They feel, they feel like they're true. But these self-judgments that we get into have been based on what others might be expecting from us. Those self-judgments come up, particularly from our parents or people from when we were young, our teachers, our siblings, our you know, religion, <laughs> culture, TV, grandparents. They're the ones that taught us about ourselves. That's, they reflected for us to look at and to say, wow, I really am bad, or wow, I really can't do it right, or I really am not good enough, or I'm not worthy. So these self-judgments just kind of keep reappearing throughout our life until we shift it. Does that make sense? Yes, no, maybe, nod, oh good, okay. I'm just becoming out of focus as we go. So what we also tend to do is we judge others. And what we judge others about, what we don't like about other people necessarily, could represent what we don't like about ourselves. And somebody's clicking. I can hear clicking. So please mute yourself. Whoever's clicking, okay? Please mute yourself. Um, so that's called, basically we are projecting. So a lot of times if we don't like something about another person or really bugs us or triggers us, 
you could look at it and say, wow, is that something that, you know, I really don't like about myself? Is that, is that how I show up? Because we could be projecting that onto other people for us to look at ourselves. Because nobody wants to wake up in the mirror every day and go, wow, I really hate myself today. Or I really don't like how I, you know, communicate to people because they don't listen to me. So just be, be mindful that sometimes if you're triggered by another person and that you're judging them, it might be representing something that you don't like about yourself because we're all mirrors for each other. That's, that's my belief. We can be mirrors. And, the, and we can use this as a healing time. We can use this as something that comes up for us to look at and to shift it and heal it because we can do that. We have the ability and the power to manifest all of that. So let's go and find out what's inside. Yes? Oh, boy. Okay. Here we go. So what I want you to do, we're going to do a little stream of consciousness writing, okay? And what that means is I'm going to, I'm going to say a statement and I just want you to finish the statement. Okay. And you could just do one or two things, jot down one or two things if you want, if you want to, or you can keep writing until I tell you what's next. So we're just going to write all this down. You're going to get to discover perhaps some of those subconscious beliefs. If you're driving right now, don't write. You can go back and listen to the recording. Okay. Here we go. I feel guilty or ashamed about myself because I feel guilty or ashamed about myself because just write down the first thing that comes up, whatever it is. Don't edit it. Don't think about it. First thing. Yeah, and at the end, I'll repeat all those affirmations for everybody. I couldn't write them in the chat. Okay, and the next one, go ahead and finish up on the one you're writing. And the next one is, I feel guilty about my body because I feel guilty or ashamed about my body because, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. Just write down the first thing that comes up. I feel guilty about my body or ashamed because... And go ahead and finish up on that one, whatever you're writing. And the next one is, I feel guilty or ashamed when I'm with my partner. Now, if you're not with someone, just think back when you were. 
and you could just write down the first thing that comes up. Maybe you were, maybe you weren't. I feel guilty or ashamed when I'm with my partner because or you might feel guilty or ashamed because you don't even have a partner. That could be true too. And finish up on the one you're on. The next one, and this, you may have an answer, you may not, but write down the first thing that comes up, okay? I feel guilty around my mom, or I feel ashamed around my mom because... And if you don't have a mom or it's whenever she was alive or your female caregiver. I feel guilty or ashamed around my mom because And of course, the next one, you know that what that's going to be, I feel guilty or ashamed around my dad because, and whether he's alive or not, your male caregiver, just see if something comes out. I feel guilty or ashamed around my dad because... First thing that comes up. Okay, and then the last one for this part is I feel guilty around my children, if you have any, or I feel ashamed around my children, if you have any, or if you don't have any, maybe you feel guilty or ashamed about even not having any. So just write down, I feel guilty or ashamed when I think of my child, when I'm around my children, 
because, or if you don't have any, you can also say, if you feel guilty or ashamed, because maybe your parents wanted you to have children. I don't know. But that might come up around that guilt and shame. I feel guilty or ashamed when I think about my children or around my kids because And again, if you don't have kids, that's okay too. So this next part is a little bit deeper. Um, I want you to think of, I want you to think of something right now that's up for you right now that you're present with, um, that you're upset about, you're upset about something about yourself, either from school or work or business or relationships. Maybe you haven't reached a goal you wanted to, or you're beating yourself up about something. You're too fat, too thin, you're not enough. You don't have enough money, whatever it is. Think of something and just jot the topic down. Just what, what are you upset at yourself about that you wanna work through? Because this, like I said, this, this power hour is a little mini play shop tonight. So once you've got the topic down, you know what it is. The first, number one, I want you to say, I'm upset at myself because, I'm upset at myself because, fill in the blank about that topic. Why are you upset at yourself? And then the second thing I want you to write down is the reason I can't or I'm not willing to forgive myself is the reason I can't or not willing to forgive myself is the reason I can't or I'm not willing to forgive myself is
And then the third thing I want you to write is my payoff for not forgiving myself is my payoff for not forgiving myself is and what I mean by payoff is what do you get out of it? Do you get to stay stuck? Do you get to not have to deal with it? Do you get to be alone? Stay separate so you don't get hurt? My payoff for not forgiving myself is what do you get out of it? And then the fourth one, now I'm going through this pretty fast. And again, you can go back and listen to the recording, but I want to get through these. The fourth one is what I'm learning from this experience. What am I learning? What I'm learning from this experience is, is there a lesson here for you? What I'm learning from this experience is, And then the next thing to write, number five, is what I'm most grateful to myself for is what? What I'm most grateful to myself for is what I'm most grateful to myself for is And if you can't think of one, just make it up. What are you grateful for? For yourself. To yourself. And the last one, number six, 
what life would be like if I could forgive myself. What life would be like if I could forgive myself. How would it affect you, your family, your friends, your job, your business, your significant other, your health, everything? What life would be like if I could forgive myself? Okay, finish up with the one you're on. So I didn't mean to drag you all down tonight, but I wanted you to kind of bring up some things maybe <laughs> of things that maybe um, that you could see clearly about perhaps some of the subconscious beliefs or the thoughts or the feelings that you have around not forgiving yourself and perhaps why you self-sabotage or why you feel ashamed or guilty sometimes. And those first three that we just did uh, just now, not all the other guilt stuff that we did earlier, but the first three, I'm uh, when you say I'm upset at myself because the reason I can't or willing to forgive myself is or my payoff, those are triggers, okay? It's like a trash compactor. So, so if you have all this guilt and shame in a trash compactor, if there's no room, <laughs> if you're full of it, then there's no room to put anything else in, right? And so what ends up happening is if something else happens that adds to that trash compactor, it triggers that. And those first three answers that you put down there uh, about uh, the reason I can't or uh, my payoff and all those things, it just keeps adding and adding and adding to that trash compactor. And so you could, you could start to feel like I can't be a failure. I can't get it right. You start judging yourself. And then it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. So the four, five, and six one, the one that says what I'm learning about this experience, what I'm most grateful to myself for, and what life would be like, that helps release that trash compactor so that you can release some of those feelings about yourself and those beliefs about yourself so that you can have more room to put in 
okay? Put in more of what you want. So if you say to yourself, what life would be like? I mean, that's a key visioning process of, I really do want to feel innocent and I want to accept myself again. I do, I really want to feel that, to go as before all this happened. And to basically shut down that inner critic. And one of the things you can say to yourself, I put a lot all this in the chat, okay? I put a lot of these uh, things in the chat so you could write those down as well, or you can go back and listen to the recording. But you can say, I lovingly recognize and accept my feelings and no longer judge them. Because you see, when we start judging ourselves and we continue to judge ourselves, what we do is we create people on the outside or things on the outside of us to judge us too. Because if we really are the key element here and we really can shift it within ourselves, okay, it's really important to know what we're believing about ourselves. And if we keep judging ourselves, we're going to create more judgment on the outside. And our bosses or our friends or our roommates or our relationships or our parents, they're going to judge us too because we're judging ourselves. And so if that's true, we can shift that. We can shift, we stop the judgment within ourselves. So you can go back and look at all the things that you wrote down about what you're guilty about or you feel ashamed about. See if there's a theme there. And it can be easy just to start shifting it. The more you're aware of it, that's the first step. If you're aware of what your subconscious beliefs are, or what your unconscious beliefs are about yourself and your judgments, and you see a see a maybe a connection about all the things you wrote down, then maybe you can start shifting it to change it to the other side, to, to know that those are that's just evidence that you've gotten all your life. And it just keeps adding to it until you stop adding, until you shift it and stop judging. And one, I'm gonna give you some tools on how to do that, but before I do that, um, I wanted to see if anybody wanted to share anything. Did you find anything that was um, like a, a through line is what I call it. You know, it seems like, yeah, I've, I felt guilty and ashamed around all of this stuff around my mom, my dad, my, my partner, myself. Seems like that's coming up. It looks very familiar, right? And I can perhaps help you through that. So does anybody want to share anything? happy to share Burge. okay is that damon yes um well i certainly had something for each of the lines um the biggest one that's been coming up for me is has been around uh my daughter uh, and even myself so you know you know the situation that i've been in with the last year with my daughter and a lot of the guilt is um, that I set better boundaries for her earlier on. Um, and then more recently, just how I've been handling it, um, that I went back to, you know, drinking alcohol, even though I haven't got out of control. I have a couple of glasses of, you know, a night 
but still like just not being strong enough to deal with the feelings and use my other tools. Um, and then one that's been a thread all the way through, both with her and a lot of it's come up with my dad. The biggest thing in relationship to my dad was that, you know, I was never the success that he wanted, you know, that I didn't make enough money that, um, you know, that I didn't, I wasn't, you know, rich and retired by now. Um, that's come up recently with all the financial struggle and challenges with what I've been going through with her and how that tied in with my daughter as well. Like, um, it's just up right now that I'm not making yeah. enough money. And with all the emotional, all the intensity of the pain that I've been in and struggle with her, like why I can't get it together, you know, make more money, both to take care of present circumstances. And if, you know, I had more than enough money that, you know, I could send her to a place where I feel she could best be served right now. So that's like the really big thing that I'm having trouble forgiving myself for. And thank it comes you. up on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, say that I want you to thank you for sharing that, sweetheart. And listen, I, you know, there's, there is a magic wand and sometimes that wand is, it just takes some time, you know, um, but say this out loud for me. This is a start right? I lovingly recognize. I lovingly recognize. And accept my feelings. And accept my feelings. And no longer judge them. And no longer judge them. I am willing and allowing. I'm willing and allowing. To release the need. To release the need. To blame or shame myself. To blame or shame myself. And see my perfection. And see my perfection. Yeah. So even though it's hard right now, sweetheart, and even though it's even hard to breathe through that, as you know, breathing is magic pill as well. Breathing that into our energy, breathing that into our body, breathing all of these, you know, affirmations into our life, even if it's not real yet, even if it doesn't feel real or true yet, the more you do that, the easier it becomes. And that's a start, you know, and becoming aware of what's going on for you, which you are, which is great. That's a, that's 90% of it. So this part about that's beating yourself up, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate about what their parents think of them and they're not supposed to, they're not where they're supposed to be from the expectation and they've let people down. And if you've got a child, I mean, that's the hardest part, you know, of letting your child down, right? So if you believe and start thinking, I lovingly recognize and accept my feelings and no longer judge them, it, you don't have to hold on to um, just stuffing it. You know, you can actually feel it, release it, allow it, move it through your body. That's medicine. And saying, I'm willing and allowing to release the need to be right or blame or shame myself and see my perfection. That's the first step. Because 
this is all about us seeing our perfection again. If that's, even if we don't believe we are perfect, were we born perfect? Were we born innocent, everybody? Were we? Well, what the hell happened? See, here's the point. We're still that beautiful little innocent child that came into this world that wanted to be loved and accepted. We're still there. That little boy's still there. That little girl's still there. So we just have to remember what that little girl or what that little boy feels like and to see the perfection. And that will bring a bridge to your present moment. And what, so one of the tools I want to give you, Damon, and everybody else, I mean, thank you for sharing that. It was, thank you for being vulnerable. My strength lies in my vulnerability, my friend. So that's beautiful. Thank you. You're sharing with us. One of the tools that I think is really powerful for us to really believe again how innocent we are and to start that process and continue that process of really feeling it in our bones, in our body, in our mind, in our heart, is you get a picture. Get a picture of yourself when you were little. Little, you know, when you were a little person. And put that on your bathroom mirror. And when you put it on your bathroom mirror, every morning when you wake up and you're brushing your teeth, look at that little person and you say to that little person, you are innocent. You are innocent. And you say it 10 times. And take a breath in between because breath is medicine. So say you are innocent to that little person. And it's easy to look at a picture of ourselves when we're little babies or a little kid. We can look into our eyes and we believe that that person was innocent, right? Can you believe that? It's easier to believe that that little person was innocent. They didn't mean to do anything. So what you're doing is you're accessing that feeling from that picture. And then the second step is you look in the mirror to yourself and then you say it again. You are innocent. Now you're looking at your adult self and you're saying it to you. You are innocent. You, take, you say that 10 times with the breath in between. And then the last step is you change it to I am innocent as you're looking in the mirror. I am innocent with a breath in between. And the reason why I say a breath in between is because you don't want to say it like you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent. That's not, that's not feeling it. Okay. So you want to breathe in it, breathe in between each one. So it actually can come into your emotional space and into your heart and just feel the essence of your day that day. You're starting off your day with feeling innocent and accepted, even if it's for just a minute. At least you're feeling it and you've got a little bit of a jumping place to start looking for new evidence that, you know what, I am innocent, damn it. <laughs> it's, I, I, this is all perfect. I don't know why this is happening right now. I don't know what is going on exactly, but I'm choosing to believe that this is, that I'm perfect and I'm innocent right now for this moment. I want to feel it for this moment. Because as you all know, or maybe you don't, guilt demands punishment. So if you're feeling guilty about anything, you will self-sabotage yourself. 
or you will attract something to you or someone to you to punish you because guilt demands punishment. So the opposite of guilt is innocence. And that's the step you have to take. And I'm going to put, I put in the chat a couple of affirmations. I am willing and allowing to release the need to blame or shame myself and see my perfection. I put that in there. There's another one, and I'll put it in there too. I withdraw my energy and my focus from the past and release all barriers against the love that I know is my birthright. I'll put that in the chat too and I'll say it out loud again I withdraw my energy and my focus from the past and release all barriers against the love that I know is my birthright so Acknowledging and accepting and loving ourselves unconditionally just the way we are. I recognize, you can say, look, I recognize that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. And I love and support myself in every aspect of my humanness. So it's being gentle and having compassion for ourselves. And one of the other tools I want to give you is just, you can do the opposite. You can say what I appreciate about my body is what I appreciate about my mind is, what I appreciate about my heart is, what I appreciate about my spirit is. You can write all those things down. And that's another tool just to get you into a new framework of evidence that, you know what? I'm not really such a bad person. I really do appreciate these things about my body, my mind, my heart, and my spirit. Because I matter and I'm important. And I do make a difference. And it's just reminding ourselves of that little person inside of us that came here just to be loved and accepted. And having that compassion again. Because if you start feeling that, even if it's for just a minute a day, you start feeling it more and more and more about yourself, then guess what? That's what you attract to you. More love and compassion and acceptance from everywhere you go and from everyone you meet. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm just here to remind you, you probably already know this. It's just reminding us of that little person. And let me just say, one of the best people on the planet is Brigetta, if you can unmute yourself, to remind us about our innocence and our beautiful uh, loving self is Brigetta Keen. I just want to introduce you to her because she is a, uh, one of our trained essence of being coaches, but she's the laughter liberator. And she's an internationally experienced healer, speaker, educator, and consultant. And guess what? Because you guys registered for this power call, uh, you're going to get a 30-minute free strategy call with her to perhaps find more laughter in your life and more joy in your life. And you'll just be looking at the emails, okay, that you'll be getting after this call. Um, and you'll be able to schedule a 30-minute free uh, experience with her because she's playful and her transformative work encourages clients to connect with their deeper inner selves and that journey from self-criticism to self-acceptance and that's what we're looking for 
and our own happiness. And that's her, that's her mission is to improve our self-esteem and self-confidence and happiness. And uh, she does that with me with my African group that we teach. We built a school in Africa and uh, she helps me with that too. You want to say anything, Brigetta? Well, I, I just want to tell you that you are really perfect the way you are. And it takes us a long time. It took me a long time. I know how long it took to, and I struggled with that. But, but that is really, really the truth. And I would love to help you to just find out. I mean, I use laughter as a tool, as a tool to really get to know ourselves and to not take ourselves so seriously. Because if we don't take ourselves so seriously, if we can laugh about each other, uh, ourselves, then we have compassion for others and our world is changed and I am I like big into transformation because I have lived everything I am teaching saying I have lived and if I can do it then you can do it and you know I have three children and I've been like through a lot with and but I am here just to be doing what I'm doing and to be here today. So I was very happy to be here with you. So give us a give us a laughter. We can I think some of us need to laugh right now. Well, you know what? So the easiest way, I mean, I, I do a lot of I can do a lot of things, but let's just laugh. And we, so, so we laugh for a few seconds and then we say, very good, very good, yay. Okay, so let's laugh. Very good, very good, yay. And you know what? I think we all were children at one point and children so. can be our teachers let us be like the little children and uh, so i just wish you I, I wish you well and i hope to see you like this soon thank you brigetta yes and she i bring her on and our like i said i teach the uh, students that we built the school with in liberia and she gets them laughing and, and we're trying to get them out of the sex and drug trade. So if we can get them laughing and also just bringing joy in our life, you know, bringing that innocence back. So I put the uh, affirmations there uh, for you in the chat and I'll put this last one there as well, but you can go back and also um, listen to the recording. And uh, I just I just wanted to just remind us that uh, these tools that I give you, you can use them every day, guys. And next month, by the way, we're doing our next Power Hours, July 20th. It's always the third Wednesday of every month. It's a little different each time we do it. Uh, and it's going to be on prosperity through emotional healing. <laughs> and how to have love and money at the same time. Can it be done? Ooh. But it's going to be about uh, prosperity through emotional healing. And just to remind everybody, if you're not an essence of being, 
graduate yet, join the worldwide. We've been doing it 30 years, you guys. 30 years next year, good grief. Uh, in Atlanta, August 5th through the 7th. It's our flagship experiential workshop, August 5th through the 7th in Atlanta. And in Fort Lauderdale, we're coming back to Fort Lauderdale. We're coming back to South Florida. I haven't been there in three or two years. Um, and that's gonna be September 16th through the 18th. So please come and join us. If you are already graduates, come back and play with us. You know what I mean? Because once you've done it once, you can come back for free anytime we do it in the world. And um, I look forward to playing with you guys there and then. And I just want to remind us that we're little innocent children, little babies. And you just, just hold yourself as an innocent little baby and say, I love myself, even if nobody else does. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. And I'm innocent. I'm innocent. And use that tool I gave you, okay, to put on the mirror, because that really, really, really works. And it'll shift your whole focus for the day. Okay, hopefully I brought some um, something to you tonight and I appreciate your time. And does anybody want to share anything else before we go? Do I have any questions? Yeah, all right. Well, I appreciate you all being here and uh, just remember what you focus on expands. And I certainly, oh, good. By the way, I had the same epiphany regarding my dad, perfect. Okay, perfect, perfect. And thank you, Damon, for sharing, honey. We appreciate it very much. And that, before I go, I'll put that other affirmation in here, okay? So you guys can have that before I go. And yeah, and I want to remind everybody that you are perfect the way you are at this very moment. And I know some people have an issue with the word perfect, but we're doing it from the innocent standpoint, okay? Um, I withdraw my energy uh, and my focus from the past and release. All barriers. against the love that I know is my birthright. Bam. And I spelled it wrong, but there you go. <laughs> All right. So you can just copy and paste that. Yes, Patrice, you're innocent. Yes, Dolly. You're welcome, Monica. And good, Michelle, yes. Very good, Kate. All right. Lila, Lila, you're so sweet. Lila, Lila. Oh, it's Leanne Burge. It's Leanne. I Leanne. I know it's yep. Leanne. You always call yourself Lila, Lila. I never know. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Is it? Do you pronounce it Lila or Lila? Oh, it's Lila. It's a combination of Leanne and Lakshmi. The first two letters. Yeah. It's good to see your face, honey. Miss yeah. You. Good to see you too, Burge. Yeah, come see me in Atlanta or in Fort Lauderdale because I've been going to Texas all year. Now we're coming to. Uh, I'm in Florida now for one week, but going back to North Carolina. So I'm going to be there for the rest of the time. Awesome. Come to Atlanta. That's just a hop, skip, and a jump. I, I will do, I'll see what I can do. All right. 
<laughs> All right, everybody, I'm going to stop the recording. Thank you. And I'll send this out to everyone. And when you get that email, please um,